This is Wyman and Bob on Seattle Sports Station. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. Just a couple of days away from the Super Bowl taking place in Arizona between the Eagles and the Chiefs and a man who's there on the scene, front and center, probably right in the middle of everything. Right in the middle of all the mayhem of the Super Bowl is with us on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. You know him, you love him. Our buddy Adam Ray is with us. How are you, man? Hey, guys. Welcome to the city that never sleeps, Arizona, where they've got meth and uh, (laughs) I don't know. Arizona's great, but they got the Super Bowl. They've got um, what else is going on? Did you get married? Waste management. Say it again. Did you get married down there? Dave, if you're about to bring up how you didn't get an invite to my wedding, this is not <laughs> no, the way to go no, about it. No, no, no. I didn't expect that. Yeah, it would have um, been nice, get, but, you know. My yeah. next wedding, Dave. Okay. Um, <laughs> our, our friendship hadn't blossomed like it has uh, now. And Lefko, you would get the invite to the next wedding, but I heard you slammed me a couple days ago about people papering the room for my shows. <laughs> You should have just gone back and listened to make sure it was true or not. Oh, he knows I wouldn't lie to him. Okay. Don't don't try to get, get yeah, clever was, here. Uh, Come on. It was a joke like yep. you throw out there. I was trying no, to make no, a joke. I, and, and, it had gotten too friendly, friendly between you know us, honestly. If, if you, uh, I'll tell you this much. <laughs> it's the last time I buy you donuts. <laughs> yeah, that's For the true, sake of my man. Health, thank you. It was his two-year no, anniversary, it. and you send donuts here. And then out comes that. Just out of out no, of you know what? That's that's how you got to do it, though. That was, it was the right play, and um, you know, it was uh, it made me more um, more excited to uh, to come back in studio, and uh, and especially when when hopefully when you're filling in. And I always said this: when Leftco fills in on the show, it's like hearing Panda Express is staying open another hour. You're like, oh, cool, and then you go back to sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm i'm fired up to uh <laughs> no well, it was a good joke um but uh look the energy is electric like it is uh at at uh at most uh you know brock and salk uh company barbecues who hosts the company barbecue is anybody doing like a super bowl company party or something like that i think everybody's kind of doing their own thing as far as i know i think yeah uh, it, the, i don't know that brock and salk are getting together or bump and stacy dave will do his thing i'll do mine lefko's gonna do whatever he's doing and well we you know i think all of us well bob i know you uh did you hear the story uh, i told the other day about going and uh, appearing uh with the penthouse pets <laughs> Yes. By any chance? Yeah. And so yes, th- that incredible. was like, believe it or not, you know, that was like the worst Super Bowl for me because, you know, I didn't get to watch any of it. Yeah. So I mean, if your team isn't in the Super Bowl, it's to me not as fun. But I, uh, you know, I don't know, just because it's such a they do such a good job of, of putting it on TV. And I know I think you guys were saying you like to be, you know, dialed in to watch the game and yeah. have everything. I mean, my brother-in-law, Durte, is the exact same way. He's like, you know, he's like, I need, I don't need anyone around when I'm throwing, you know, potato salad across the room or, uh, you know, rapping, you know, my own lyrics to songs which have, you know, all sorts of expletives that, you know, that my nephew and nieces now know by heart. So that's great for school moving forward. But, um, uh, yeah, the energy in Arizona is, uh, it's crazy. Man. I was texting with Kelsey Travis uh, a couple of days ago, and he's like, told him I was coming down, and he's like, man, it's crazy. Like, it's just, it's crazy. He said it's crazy how the the energy of a city for the Super Bowl, they're obviously hyped up, but he was like, 
you know, there's there is a buzz down here, and I think you know the nice weather has something to do with it. Um, you know, I don't know how it was like for um, the Hawks, uh, uh, you know, Super Bowl down here. I'm sure it was you know the same way as far as um, you know people being hyped up. But there's also this like golf tournament down here. There's you know uh, a car show. There's all sorts of parties every night. Obviously, like and it being closer to L.A., I think you know people can drive down. I'm gonna go to this. Uh, I'm doing this show tonight with uh, Gronk and Krista Thompson and and. Uh, uh, Michael Rappaport and a bunch of players. I got to do a bunch of roast uh, jokes, which I want to run some of those jokes by you guys later. But um, then I'm going to go to the Shaq's house party. And then there's like Guy Fieri's Flavortown party. Wow. I might go to Russell Wilson's 24 cents to the dollar charity dinner party. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? What'd I say? Oh, boy. It's a good party. Uh, <laughs> okay. Other than that one, are the other ones all legit? Are you really Are you really going to the other Yes. Ones? Shaq's okay. house is, is legit. Uh, Snoop and I think Diplo and... Some other rappers I haven't heard of, uh, and not that that means that they're not good. I just, you know, I don't, uh, I don't keep up. Like Left Go, name name three rappers that you love. You're asking the wrong guy. I have no <laughs> exactly. musical talent or taste. And whatsoever. I knew. Guess what? I would have put money on the table that you were gonna. Well, I don't really listen to rap. I'm more of a Phil Collins guy, but <laughs> not bad. Phil Collins isn't bad. Yeah. Phil Collins isn't bad. I always said that. Susu Studio is a song I usually wake up to. It's my alarm song. And yes, I have an alarm song. I always have. I also have a go to bed song, which is usually uh, the Tarzan theme song. You'll be in my heart. I don't sing, but I, I do like to listen to it. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm the same way as you, Mike. I rap. I, I like the old school stuff from the '90s. So seeing Snoop live would be dope. Um, but you know, I'm also. Uh, you know, just trying to, trying to, you know, stay rested for the, uh, for the game, uh, for the game on Sunday, where I'll probably turn things up. You know, I tried to do dry January and I did, did it pretty well. I know people that said they were going to do dry January, but then we're like tripping on Molly. And <laughs> now what, so you've got, you've got the show there with, with Gronk and Carissa Thompson. Are you doing any of your own shows? You doing any? Any stand up? Yeah, there? there's, I'm doing one. Uh, there's uh, one in, if you're down here in Phoenix at CB Live, which is uh, one of the comedy clubs. And uh, and I'll be doing uh, basically like a pregame show. So from two, uh, two to three. Uh, and I'll, I'll be doing an hour and then uh, and then we'll get into it. And I think I might do some stuff, uh, some halftime. I think they want me to do like some halftime giveaway things. But I was like, I don't really want to get in the way of the halftime show because uh, people want to see, uh, see Rihanna rip it up, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. So you answered my next question. You're not going to the game. I'm not going to the game. I, uh, Travis offered me uh, a ticket, which would have been, uh, dope, but I, I'm down here with, with the wife and, uh, and some other homies, a buddy of mine, uh, Nate, who, uh, you know, I'm a softy and, you know, my buddy Nate, I was talking to him at the comedy store the other night and I was like, what are you doing for the weekend? He's like, well, Saturday's a two year anniversary since my mom passed. And I was like, well, let me take a sip of my drink. And then he goes, uh, I go, dude, I'm so sorry. And and I go, what are you going to, what are you going to do? And he goes, probably watch, uh, you know, her favorite movie, my cousin Vinny. And, uh, and they kind of pause and was searching for other things. I could tell there wasn't a true agenda or game plan. And he goes, and probably make my, uh, make my, uh, make a sandwich. That she used to always make me. I go, damn it. All right. Do you want to come to Arizona? Like, I can't let us, this is, I'm going to start crying. And, uh, and so he's, uh, he's on his way down to kick it with us. And, um, I should have driven. I flew and I checked in late on Southwest and I got C12. And I don't know if you've sat in the C group in a while. Mike, do you ever get C grouped? 
That's actually how Dave is flying down to spring trading. Or you put him in the C group. No, no. F that, dude. I'm I'm upgrading you. I'll pay the forty bucks, Dave. I'm upgrading you. <laughs> Consider that my my wedding gift to you. And uh, yeah, C group sucks. I mean, what's really sad is when you see people in like C twelve, and then somebody was like in C fifteen, and they had to ask me like, "Hey, uh, are you in the right spot?" I was like, "Dude." None of us are getting good seats at this point. Like, you're getting on the plane. You just be happy where you are. And then I had to do the whole walk of shame where, like, it's all middle seats. Oh, and I'm like, oh, just, you know, looking at – and everyone's looking at me like a waiter at a restaurant that's about to close in 20 minutes. But I just walked in and was like, you guys still serving veggie pa- veggie patters? Right? <laughs> so everyone's looking at me like, don't sit here. And I, I chose a, a middle seat that was about four rows deep. And I sit down, and me and this big guy – he kind of looked like Mark Schlereth meets uh, meets um oh I don't know who's a who's another just giant behemoth um Ray I mean, Roberts you could maybe go yeah. you go Ray Roberts and Schlereth yeah and uh, it was a nice combo they you know maybe a little Tony Robbins too like the guy looked like his <laughs> like his mouth was trying to eat his tongue you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. and so I sit down next to him and uh, he sighed took his headphones off undid his buckle to get up and then we were fighting for the armrest. Yeah, and uh, and our arms just kept pushing into each other, but you know, my mom always told me, you know, just uh, live and let live. You know, give in instead of fighting what's uh, what's in front of you. So uh, we ended up just spooning uh, and sleeping <laughs> next to each other the entire flight. It's awkward. Was, by the way, my uh, my pilot <laughs> hiccup burped into the uh, mic at the beginning of the oh, flight. No. I've never in my entire life. Like, there's no good way to recover after that. He literally was just like, so we're going to have about a, uh, about a, uh, about an hour, hour, 10 minute en route from uh, uh, Burbank to, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, you got to be kidding me. The burp wasn't as bad. This is how he recovers. He goes, my bad. Uh, so we got about an hour and 10. I go, my bad? Dude, you you almost threw up in your mouth. You didn't just, you didn't, you know, break my Xbox controller. My bad is not really the uh, response we should be going with here. And then I see the guy on the way out, and I was like, everything okay up there? He goes, yeah, yeah, just, you know, a little, a little hungover. And I was like, wait, what? No, he didn't say that. Um, but uh, what's the last Super Bowl you guys have all um, – Gone to, yeah. It was the the one that they lost on the uh, yeah on the one yard line. Yeah, we were down there last time. Do you ever think? I was thinking about this the last time uh, we played down here. It, do things like that, Dave? You can really probably speak to this. Like linger when, like, yes. does every time Pete walk into that stadium since does it go through his head? Every time we go down to even spring training and we drive past there to go to oh. Peoria. It, oh, no. it makes me sick. I want oh, I want to man. have that building imploded without people in it. Get everybody out first. <laughs> everybody uh, out. I know. Start from scratch. Why not? Yeah. It, no, it does. It really that uh, until the Seahawks get back to the Super. And we're going to talk to Lofa today too because oh, great. You know that that's another one. You know, two thousand five Super Bowl forty. There's a lot of people that you know think that that was one of the worst officiated games ever. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the they were rewarded, right? Like, the, the big blowout against Denver was just awesome and so much fun. But, yeah, those other ones, really, really a downer, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to be back there. If you had somebody uh, um, asked me the other day, like, what do, you, what do you truly think is the, uh, you know, the window for the Hawks to get back? And I go, um, 
if Gino comes back, if uh, if we make some some sweet moves here in the, in the next um, uh, off season and, and and maybe the one after that, I mean, look, there's probably everyone inside the organization is like, yo, next year we should you know be in contention, and um, I think two to three years is a legit shot that we're we're back in the bowl for a nice a nice run of of years, right? Like where there's another maybe three to four wind, uh, year window where we're we're competing up there. Yeah, you you and KJ Wright are on the same page. He said the same thing. He said he said he said uh, he said I believe that I, I believe uh, three years. I think is what he said. Yeah. And you're going to be three years. You're going to be doing something. Can can we talk about that or no? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You you're going to be doing something with KJ Wright and uh, Steve Rabel. Two separate things, right? Two separate things. Going to have a couple uh, podcasts about last night podcast episodes with the Rabes and KJ back to back. Uh, live from your studio, and then I'll pop over uh, to the studio um, and, and and get down with you fellas and see uh, see if we can't um, you know get Sherman to call in and uh, <laughs> well you know what well, we're gonna we're gonna request the two things yeah one is uh, an extensive uh, Lefko imitation <laughs> the other the other is uh, Mike Trout that we just we just brought him up the other day. And well, we're we're heading back into trout territory because yeah, we of are. Uh, baseball, which is which is great. And um, you know, I don't know if you guys uh, follow uh, Trout on Twitter, but he tweets really awesome stuff. Like, walked outside today, <laughs> went back inside today. Probably going to take batting practice tonight. Hey, name your top five favorite potatoes. Go. So he's a real good follow. If you guys have. Uh, any downtime and you want to just, you know, fill up your... Uh, it's uncanny. You sound, it's hard to tell who's who. <laughs> you or Mike Trout, the real Mike Trout. It's, it's indistinguishable. It's unbelievable. Your, uh, your guys' service chat was really uh, was really awesome. Um, that was uh, one of my favorite uh, interviews in the in the past uh, past few months. Does that... Let me ask you guys this. At this point in the, like, pre-spring training... It, you know, it feels like it already just like we were talking about the the breaking the drought, you know, just uh, just like a few weeks ago. And now we're about to start up again. Do you truly have like all excited? Like, I can't wait. Like we have, you know, expectations now, but like I feel like they're appropriate. And like with what happened, how we're going into the season with with, um, you know, uh, guys getting, you know, full seasons like Luis and and. uh and uh, and now uh, you know Teoscar and whatnot. Do you feel fully excited, or do you also have like nerves in a way of like oof? Like I hope last year wasn't this like fluke year where like we didn't really get injured, staff was on point, we won a lot of close games, or you know like I said, are you feeling like no? A lot of guys are going to take steps, uh, you know, forward in their in their careers, and and you know Ty is going to hit forty to fifty and. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like, where do you guys stand? Yeah, I don't don't know if I'm on board with Ty hitting 40 or 50, but uh, yeah, I I think it's both. I think it's I think if we were talking about the rotation the other day going, it it sounds pessimistic, but it's it's being realistic at the same time. And Jeff Passan said the same thing. You know, listen, to expect that rotation to do what they did last year and remain healthy and and nobody misses a start. Nobody. Mm. That's that's not a realistic expectation. Yeah. So I think you need to sort of prepare yourself. All right, somebody's going to get the dead arm. Somebody's going to miss a couple starts, what have you. That's be- just being realistic. But I think there's reasons to be 
optimistic that, that it wasn't a fluke. That's back-to-back years with 90 wins. That's kind of who they are. And the, the question for me is, did they take the next step? Did they take the step that, that closes the gap between them and the Astros? And that that's what needs to be seen to me. I think there's still going to be a very good team that should get into the postseason if they're healthy. But how how much better are they truly? That's- Adam, you'd be so proud of your guy, Bob. I mean, he he was he took it like a man because uh, they uh, they they came in here and every time that they referenced, uh, well, we're not going to go out and spend you know money on Trey Turner, you know, two hundred million. They were staring right at Bob, and Bob just he, he stood he stood tall in the pocket, Adam. He really Good did. You, yeah, he, he handled the pressure. Even even uh, Stanton, the owner, was coming over and making some wisecracks at him about, well, that food you're eating there, uh, we could have spent that on a free agent or something like that. So, yeah. Still- Oh, funny, Bob. Good yeah, for Bob, you. Dude. Bob, he hung in there, man. He was unflappable. He I was unflapped. Uh, I was not to be flapped, even <laughs> by Jerry DePoto when we talked. To, and by the way, did you like the, the little little shot Jerry took in our interview? Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if one of you guys sent that to me. That was fun. I think that was, yeah. <laughs> he asked him, is Adam Ray the most uncomfortable interview <laughs> yeah. of all time? And Jerry's yeah. like, well, it's, you know, he's like this, um... <laughs> I can't do a DePoto impression. He's got a very distinct voice, by the way. It's, it yeah. feels it's kind of like in the back of his throat. It's kind of a Holmes. It feels almost like he's, you know, he, like he, he just got done, you know, sucking down a few now and later's. So he's got a little <laughs> bit of build up in the back of his now throat, but he's like so articulate. And then it's also a little like not raspy, but just a little, a little worn down. You know, like well, the thing is, Adam is just makes you really uncomfortable. And what do you say? He goes, Adam, he goes, Adam. An interview with Adam Ray is like. He goes, you know, he's really excited, but by the end of it, you're confused and you don't know what you just said. <laughs> well, he also has kind of a little question mark at the end. Yeah. yeah. Or he says something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the Ryan Roland Smith. Like, you know, the manager is going to be good this year. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that, Ryan, or was that the action? Yeah. <laughs> no, I took my, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a turkey sandwich for lunch. <laughs> Did you, or are you asking if we can get you one? Yeah. <laughs> no, I had it. It was good. Was it, dude? Was what it? are you saying right now? <laughs> so, hey, you you uh, you put out your new special. Uh, what is it? Yeah, Best- drop dropped a uh, drop. You know, it's I would, special is a loose term. I'd say, you know, at this point, you're I, I'm going to shoot a uh, well. I'm, I'm Netflix is going to come out and watch me do my hour uh, in March, and then we'll go from there. Oh, um, really? And I'm going to th- I'm going to shoot my shot at that, and then um, but this is more, you know. Just so much content uh, in a weekend of shows, you know, four or five shows, and and um, which, by the way, will be at the Triple Door June seventeenth. Get your tickets, AdamRayComedy dot com. But the uh, the the shows just provide so much, you know. There, uh, there's just in a five show weekend crowd work stuff that that is too good to not put up, and and so if I can make sure I get it captured um, uh, appropriately, then um, you know, content is king. So you just want to constantly be putting stuff up. Um, so that, that's my YouTube channel. It's just uh, Adam Ray, Best of Minnesota, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of hilarious moments from that weekend, all spliced up. Of course, of course, they are. Hey, yeah. by the way, you didn't realize this too because you weren't here, like off the air. When Lefko takes shots at you at the end, he does go it. Lefko. <laughs> he does Lefko. I'm telling you, you got a built-in catchphrase, dude. You should be dropping that as often as possible. You should honestly. There should there should honestly be a you should look into making a ringtone or an email alert with that and then send it out to the entire station and see how many people actually jump on board. I bet it would really catch on. 
I don't want to oversaturate the market, but I'll, uh, I'll start working it in more. You're right. It, it, he's it's very. A, it's he, just select parts where I where I hit it. You're yeah, very reluctant I, I, to do it. He wants to. I feel like he's looking for these perfect opportunities to drop it, which means he doesn't ever use it. I'm like, dude, yeah, for sure. It's never going to be perfect. And you, you know, you got to shoot your shot. You know, you miss what is what is the saying? You miss 100 percent of the shots you, you don't uh, take. You don't, don't take. take. Yeah, and I think you, you know, try to get a ringtone or even just like. I don't know. Even just t- even just record the audio. You know what? Just actually send a um, like. Let's say you're texting Michael Bumpus, right? And then just send at the at the end of it have like a little click here thing. And so it's you know the same way people would sign their name. Then it's just left go, and then that's what they <laughs> click and listen to at the end of the uh, at the end of the text. Dude, by the way, I got I've been meaning to ask you this the last few times we've talked. For those that are on Instagram, you you do this character, Sean. And oh, you, yeah. you've got some, which is hilarious. I, I'll show it to Dave during the break. He's not on Instagram, oh, yeah. but at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. I, what? How? What is the filter? What is it that gets your face to look like that? Because <laughs> oh man, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's just like a super broy. You know, this guy is <laughs> so funny. You know, he, he looks like just a total gym rat. Push yourself. Stay dedicated. Stay hungry. You got to be active and proactive at the same time. But. <laughs> You know, and, and just you, you got to be tough. You got to be tough acting to acting. If you've got a foot <laughs> fetish or a foot problem, either way, just make sure you're staying consistent with your daily regime or routine. That's what she said. But she did say that, you know, and I'm talking about my personal trainer and my life coach. You know, everything is about discipline. I'm here in the Super Bowl, but I've also packed a bowl and I've also eaten a bowl of Cheerios and contacted Bull Bull, my new bull son on Instagram. And he says, what's up, Dave? Uh, so this guy is just like the guy is just really he's amped up like the whole thing. I think with the characters that like it's just nonstop. I think people really like that the rants like, you know get crazy and i'm able to pack a lot uh into a, a small amount of time but um and then there's always a shout out to his buddy dave which could be dave wyman <laughs> yeah you know, sure. who knows i'm gonna show it to dave during the break but i saw that okay, uh good. who is it wilder valderrama uh, commented on it and just said genius you, yeah you're yeah. you're but you're bros with him oh yeah I, I my the the guy that was helping me train when i was getting uh in shape for vince mcmahon which by the way uh, there's a uh probably my biggest episode of young rock is uh, on tonight on nbc so check that out Sweet. i think it's 8 30 um, but, uh, yeah, when I was, you know, trying to beef up for that, um, my buddy who's, who's helped me out, uh, trains Wilmer and, um, you know, Charlie Puth and a bunch of athletes and, um, uh, Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses and, uh, um, Brad, uh, the drummer for, um, uh, Rage Against the Machine. And so mm-hmm. we usually would do it at Wilmer's house cause he's got a big gym there. And so, um, it was just the most fun to do it there. And Wilmer was always there. So we just got to be chummy, uh, from that and, um. And then I think he just started following me. And, you know, it's funny. You, you don't realize how many non-comedians, uh, um, and especially with that Sean character, there's now a lot of, like, workout and, like, big-time trainer or fitness people that will, like, comment or message me. <laughs> and, like, they're like, bro, that character's, you know, genius. And then it's so funny. And then I look at their page, and they're exactly who I'm making fun of. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they're just beefed up. Their abs have, you know, pecs, and their pecs have, you know, deltoids. And they're just every other sentence involves some sort of chicken recipe, you know, or uh, anyway. But it's, you know, that's that time. The first guy I ever met like that was married to a uh, – a friend of mine from high school and she was like five, two and he was like six, four and just yoked again. Like he had veins in places you just shouldn't. Right. And it was <laughs> at a certain point you go, dude, you lifted all the weights. You're good. You don't have to go to the gym anymore. <laughs> and, uh, but so they, and they end up splitting up. And I remember being like, you know, she posted a picture 
you know, with like a bunch of her and her friends, you know, which I appreciate taking ownership of the divorce. And it said divorced AF in big balloons. And they were all flipping off the camera like, you know, screw you, Derek. <laughs> and and uh, all the comments below were, you know, and she had a bunch of hashtags like, you know, hashtag, you know, Emily Summer of Fun. Hashtag going to find me a new man. Hashtag someone help me find me a new man. Right. <laughs> and then all these comments below were like, what happened? No. Why? What happened? I was like, what happened? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you know, she asked him to put the toilet seat down and he tried to throw the fridge at her head. <laughs> this guy was just jacked out of his mind. Too much juice <laughs> Too much. for his own good. Well, you can you can check him out on Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy. Check out the Sean character. It's, it's hilarious stuff. Thanks, brother. Adam, have fun down there, man. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk soon. I'll take some videos. I'll send you, you uh, guys some some belligerent uh, videos or texts if you're okay with that. Sure, and, um, perfect. And uh, and I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, Adam. See you, buddy. All right, go Chiefs. There you go. There's Adam Ray down there in the thick of it all in Arizona. Uh, and check out that special Best of Minneapolis on his YouTube channel. There's some really funny stuff on there. Coming up, what will the key matchups be that define this Super Bowl? We'll get into that next with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports Station on 710. Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports Station. Our thanks to Adam Ray, who joined us in the previous segment. If you guys missed that conversation, make sure you check it out on the podcast page after the show at seattlesports.com. Click the podcast tab and click on our picture. It'll be right there. What do they do after that, Lefko? Subscribe. You are ready. You, you think always, you're cool, don't you? I can't, I can't fake either one of you out anymore. I just can't do it. I'm gonna have well, to... the, the point is not to fake us out. The point what? is to promote. No, so we're doing that. Well, my point is to fake you out. <laughs> Come on, you, you got to get your priorities straight, Mike. <laughs> my priority is to catch you off guard. You guys promote. You guys are the ones that say subscribe. And that's what you should do is uh, subscribe because then you don't have to worry about it after that. But, yeah, check it out. That'll be there for you after the show. Meanwhile, we haven't we've been talking about the Super Bowl. We haven't gotten down into the into the, you know, minutia, if you will, of the of the matchups, Dave. And yeah. we had Shelby Harris on. That's another conversation that will be on the podcast page after the show. We had him on earlier in the show, and he predicted a, a double-digit win, two-touchdown win for the Eagles. And I feel like most of the people I've heard, like just on TV making predictions, they seem to be the favorite. Is, is their defense, in your opinion, Dave, that dominant, so much more dominant that, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is brilliant, Travis Kelsey's brilliant, yeah. but they're going to they're gonna have a problem. Well, I think for a D lineman, you tend to go, you know, with the the D line, which you could say the same thing. And I'll get into Sam, or uh, I'm sorry, Kansas City's D line, but I think he, he looks at the fact that Hargrave, Sweat, uh, Reddick, who had what 16 sacks, mm-hmm. um, and then Fletcher Cox and Joseph, those guys all had double digit sacks. I mean, that as far as production goes. Nobody, I don't, I don't think that anybody even touched them as far as sacks go. So I, I think that might be why he's going, you know, and we'll see how good that offensive line for Kansas City is. I'd say this, though, that Kansas City's defense is underrated, mm-hmm. and and especially up front. You know, they got that Karlaftis kid who's the rookie out of uh, yeah. Lefko's uh, former uh, team. Yeah, Purdue. Purdue, uh, and then you got yeah, Chris, you're gonna have to narrow that down. Dave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, then you got Chris Jones and Frank Clark and uh, Nick Bolton, underrated guy. Um, Willie Gay is is a really Ladarius Sneed. I mean, their their defense. I think when we played them at the end of the year, the Seahawks did. I think they were you know middle of the road, not great. They were good against the run, but their defense I think is pretty pretty good. So going against 
their offensive line, Philadelphia's, it's definitely this is a this is a game for like the Ray Roberts of the world that want everything to happen in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to agree. I, I like that too. You got two athletic quarterbacks, receivers that are really good on both sides. I mean, you got I really like this Pacheco kid mm-hmm. who's the the rookie. So, you know, I think it's it's a really good matchup. So I wouldn't say, you know, that it's going to be any kind of a blow-up. You know, we we might have a really close game. You think it would be a lower-scoring game? I think you, when we think about the Chiefs, usually when I think about the Chiefs, you're thinking about scoring and high-potent, high-potency offense, and they're just, you know, I mean, Mahomes threw for over 5,000 yards this year and mm-hmm. 41 touchdowns, so it's just what you've come to expect. He's throwing over 300 yards a game. But is this a night where we're looking at it and maybe his line is somewhere around, you know, he threw for 247 and maybe two touchdowns and a pick kind of line? Or what? how do you see that shaping up? Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be, you know, there's going to be some scoring. I mean, you got two very talented quarterbacks. And, you know, and I made, made the case, you know, that, that possibly instead of uh, Patrick Mahomes, that it could be Hurts um, is, is, you know, going to have the better game. But, yeah, I would say it's going to be like a 24-27 type of game is kind of what it feels like. There's enough talent there so that, uh, you know, somebody's going to get loose. I mean, you look at Travis Kelsey, and and that'll be cool to see the brothers Mm -hmm. going after each other. I can't imagine my mom and dad uh, if my brother and I played in the Super Bowl against each other. Can you – they've got to be the proudest proudest parents ever i guess they're lucky though and that they're not actually going up against each other they're both on yeah. offense and you both you and your brother would be on defense so you right. wouldn't have, you wouldn't be forced to tackle your brother or sack your brother whatever position he's playing that would that would really be odd one time i was uh we were there was like a toss play where I, we were going out to the you know towards the sidelines and my brother was right in front of me and so i launched him into the blocker <laughs> from behind <laughs> i pushed him from behind into the into the blocker and then i went and made the tackle he didn't say anything <laughs> it wasn't he, like he was upset he didn't sound like he had a problem with it no seemed yeah, okay with everything <laughs> he's, he's like you he's got that mentality hey you made the play it's it was- funny you know though i mean i remember one time uh, my brother you know just didn't have his head on a swivel and there was a tight end from usc that just blasted my brother right in front of me and and he, like he went almost to the track, you know, because Stanford the field was, yeah. and I went up to that guy and I'm like, I'm gonna get you for that. I was so mad, you know. So, uh, you know, if you if you see that happen to your brother, like if somebody comes up and just crushes Travis Kelsey, you know, yeah. I wonder what his what his brother is gonna. It's gonna how he's gonna react. It's it's kind of a, and they seem super tight. They got a podcast together, but what a what a dream scenario. What's yeah. that, what's their podcast called again? It's uh, New Heights. New Heights. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a really close game. You feel that way, or you feel like it's going to just get out of hand? Yeah, I feel like no. I feel like it's going to be a close game. I just for some reason feel like it's going to be lower scoring than mm-hmm. I would otherwise expect with a Chiefs team involved. Just and probably because of all the conversations we're hearing and and having about that defense of of the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, you like them to beat the Forty ers who have the the top rated defense in the league I believe. So, you know, you yeah. you think highly enough to feel like, you know, had the 49ers, you know, Brock Purdy gets hurt that obviously changed everything. Yeah. But had they moved on that the Eagles were going to be too much for them. Well, I'll tell you what, I think and, and like I said before, if it, I I see definitely a way that Kansas City win, wins this game obviously and if it do, if they do, I think it's going to be because of their defense. I mean, Chris Jones, no doubt that Philly has the better offensive line and really 
the best offensive line probably in, in the entire league. But, you know, if you look at this, uh, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, I mentioned earlier, I, I, I feel like that's where some of those guys, they've got some sneaky good guys on their on their defense, one of them being Nick Bolton, I mentioned. But, um, yeah, that uh, Ladarius Sneed, really good player. So could happen. Who do you think's more likely to throw an interception? Because... Hertz has pretty low numbers. I'd say Mahomes because you know he's more confident in his ability to throw and is probably going to put it up in the air more. Yeah. I just think there are more Sometimes chances. that hurts you, right? Yeah, I just think he's got – you couldn't have more confidence in his arm. I think he believes he can make any throw on the field, and he probably can for the most part, but that's going to provide more opportunity for the Eagles. So, well, yeah. In the entire highlights that we have seen for the Super Bowl that you know are on ESPN or whatever, there's always the the play where he's running to the side and throws like the hook shot or whatever. If that if those ever got picked off or something, that would look like the stupidest play yeah. that you could ever do. Yeah. And yet he makes it work somehow. So it would be kind of cool to see a little bit of that magic. You know, I want it to be a good game. I mean, look, yeah, I talk about, oh, we're going to win the pool. But if it's three to nothing and Philly Ugh. wins that, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I just want to see a good game. And, you know, obviously they have, you know, it's it's open there, right? Yeah. They, I don't think they can close that roof down in Arizona. Or maybe I they, think it is closed. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think because I it gets remember. so hot in the... You yeah, because I remember. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I remember it being open when we were down there, and the sun was beating down on the on the visitor side. But um, you know, I just don't want. My point is, I don't want anything to. I don't want to see any injuries. I just want to see these two yeah. teams fully loaded go up against each other. I think it's one of the better matchups we've seen in a while. All right, coming up, we've got a guy who has reemerged out of the darkness into the Y Man Hall of Fame. That is coming up next with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports Station on seven ten. man why lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle deal with it he's a habitual line stepper what were you thinking what are you doing why are you the way that you are it's the why man of the week we do it every week here with Wyman and Bob Wyman, presented by Mazda of Everett and somebody we haven't spoken of in quite some time Dave but I showed you this video the other day because Somebody somebody tweeted it to me, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with this guy. Antonio Brown has found his way back into Y-Man. Remember, there was some talk about the Seahawks possibly signing him. Oh, God, I don't know I'm if Russell so was... glad that didn't happen. Maybe said something about that, or... it was. I think it was in 2020, right? It was before the 2020 pandemic season. Was it? Before I can't hear. I remember it. I remember the conversation just going, no, 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 don't do that. And a lot, yeah. we had a lot of people texting, are you crazy? You got to bring him here. And yeah. and even after he took his shirt off and left the field, people are like, oh, he's going to get picked up right away. You watch it. Career's over. That that moment sealed the deal. Uh, but he, he, uh, <laughs> it's hard to figure out what even motivates a guy like this to get on social media and say the things that he does. But he, he put out a video. I don't know if it was TikTok or if it was uh, on Instagram, but explaining why he thinks he's got CTE and who's responsible for it. I wanted to tell you guys that I think James Harrison gave me CTE. James Harrison had a legal helmet for over 20 years in the NFL, and he hit me one time. And ever since he hit me, I've been super aggressive. So blame James Harrison for my CTE. You know, it's, <laughs> what the I, 
I, I've kind of, you know, obviously being a football player, some concern about this, obviously. And, you know, people will say CTE and make it a joke and everything. But it's not – you cannot diagnose it. It's only done after death. Yeah. During the autopsy is when they find the CT evidence of CTE. So, you know, now all of a sudden, yeah, he gave it to me. It was almost like he was describing uh, like COVID. Yeah. yeah. James Harrison gave me COVID. You well, know? Weren't they teammates? Weren't they? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. So well, he it, said he's playing with an illegal helmet for 20 years. You know, what? <laughs> well, based on his behavior, it certainly sort of follows that path. But I mean... You know, remember the the very beginning with him, it started out with, uh, like, Mike Tomlin. And that's what I remember we talked a lot about how, wow, Mike Tomlin must be a lot more tolerant coach than we thought because there was lots of things that he was doing that, you know, remember he filmed a, a meeting yeah. after a, yeah, either put it a, out there. Yeah, or maybe it was a, some kind of a pet. It was in the locker room after yeah. a game. Yeah, it's just a place where you it's sacred. Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't seem to understand that. No, what, but the, I guess the funny thing is about this, or the uh, the ironic part of this, here he is going to blame James. I don't know why he singled out James Harrison. Maybe he's got beef with him all of a sudden, who's somehow using an illegal helmet for 20 years, but nobody knew. Uh, so so I, he's saying James Harrison was yeah. using. He so said it was blame like, him. It was loaded. It was like a loaded was helmet. Was it made of steel? What maybe, was, what, I mean, maybe it's got like, you know, when you hit people, it explodes. Like I, I, I used know. to say that about Cam Chancellor, that he has exploding uh, shoulder pads. Because yeah. when he hit people, they would, you know, just kind of pop off of him, like pop off the bat, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was just a joke. But maybe he thinks that he has an exploding helmet. I don't know what he thinks. But it, all of the responses to it were hilarious because I, I would say nine of every ten responses would put a little clip of him being leveled by Vontae's perfect. Oh, saying, yeah. or maybe it was this moment, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it was just one after another after another. But then somebody posted a video of him speaking on some talk show, some show he was on or podcast talking about CTE. Here's what he said. So how did they test CTE? I, well, I know when you freaking uh, died at CTC. So how are you gonna say a player that's living in real time, who putting up real stats, who's standing for real purposes, who doing real things got CT? But do you think, for instance, hits like that you took? Bro, against- I'm a wide receiver. What wide receiver you know has CT? Vincent Jackson. <laughs> Why he threw out poor Vincent? I don't know. Man. Oh, no. he just, so he's just he's arguing with this guy like. He's saying you got to be dead essentially to to know that, and I'm I'm doing real things. I'm putting up real numbers. How are you going to say that about me? And, and then, just to confirm, this is before. Yes, this okay. is before. And then he puts out that video. Hey, everybody, I want you to know James Harrison gave me CTE. <laughs> well, Bob, I, maybe a CTE, and he forgot because oh. of the CTE. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's boy. You you look at we were actually kind of trying to at least entertain that that he would come to Seattle and they would sign him either here and I think you know most people were like yeah all the guys you know but, but what if uh, you know because Pete's sort of the master of second chances mm-hmm. and a turnaround and things like that and this now, would have been a bridge too far oh man. my goodness I don't think well I, I think Pete would have probably gotten rid of him right away yeah yeah I don't I there's something going on I mean we're joking because it's it's such a it's so ironic in one video he's saying james harrison gave this to me blame him illegal helmet then the other one he's screaming about how what are you talking about i'm putting up real numbers i'm doing you're looking at it going this is somebody who's got something going on if we're being serious it's probably not funny he needs hopefully he's got people around him looking out for him because he's got some sort of illness yeah which is yeah which is why i think no matter where he landed no matter who the head coach was 
this was going to be how it ended. I'm going to try to think back and who hit me really hard, and I'll start blaming him. Yeah. Or anytime I screw up, I'll say, yeah, Christian Okoya gave yeah. me gave me Illegal CD. helmet. 20 years he was playing with that illegal helmet <laughs> made of steel. Uh, one more quickly. This is Trent Dilfer talking about today's quarterbacks. Modern day game does not impress me. It's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback and when you can't reroute receivers and when you can't hit guys across the middle. I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love these guys. It's not impressive. What's impressive is what they did. Well, it's probably he's probably praising like the Joe Montana's of the world, which, but no need to take a shot at the at the current game. Well, and they are impressive. I understand what he's saying, and he's right. You know, you the quarterbacks used to get hit much more and much yeah. more severely, and receivers were, you know, they, you could get much more physical with the receivers, as he said, reroute them. You, he's right, all of that's accurate. But to say, eh, I'm not impressed by what I see out of Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen or, uh, come on, man. Come on. These guys are, are ridiculously talented. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I wonder if it, it was just something he thought would sound really good and extra complimentary, but then didn't think about the other side of it. I don't I don't see how, but, you know, you know, what's funny is Tom Brady actually w- went on a whole rant about that, how it's ridiculous what's going on, how they're penalizing the offense or the defensive players yeah. when it's the quarterbacks that are throwing these guys hospital balls. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting that that Brady was part of that he was kind of with Dilfer on that but the way he presented it not super impressive but I I know that Trent Dilfer is a is a good dude friend of Brock Heward so he's got to be a good guy right he's a big fan of the casino blitz so oh yeah that's first person I heard say that casino blitz casino blitz all right coming up we'll get some more Super Bowl insight from a guy who played in one Lofa Tatupu will join us next year with Wyman and Bob this is Seattle Sports Station on 710